0: And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Walking Dead.
1: Hello, and welcome to Walking Dead Wednesday number 24. Two dozen Walking Dead Wednesdays. And if you hear a clatter and clatter behind me, I've got a drunken neighbor who's having some sort of incident, so... Hopefully, we'll pick up something good. And giggling in the background are my co-hosts, Mr. Sean Engel.
2: Hey, everyone. How's it going?
1: And Dr. Bill Robinson. Hello. Hello. And we are going to be covering Walking Dead comics. We're back to the comics after two episodes of the TV show, finishing off the first season. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are going to be doing Walking Dead number 54. 54. All the way up to 54. I was just trying to figure out, that's a 30-episode lag, but that's right. This started out in Comics Monthly Monday. So we make it real difficult for the people for the the early issues and force them to listen to one of our other podcasts. Part of our evil plan for world domination. We're sort of like Google forcing people to join Google Plus to be on YouTube. Huh? Really? Yeah. What? Except we don't make billions of dollars.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Rule the internet. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. That's the spirit, Sean. That's the spirit.
2: <laughs> yeah, keep, keep that dream alive.
1: <laughs> See that, Doctor Bill? That's 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 the attitude you gotta have.
2: Positivism. Exactly.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. well
3: oh. Uh, so we get any other, any new Walking Dead news? I, I still haven't read the, uh, the first part of the Governor, the Fall, of the Governor yet. <laughs> I was I've been kind of busy. Busy.
1: I um, I recently completed my trade collection. I found uh, in a used bookstore the trade for um, the third trade. Mm. So so I'm completing completing back issues of trades of Walking Dead. I didn't send you the third trade. You were missing the third trade. You you couldn't find it for the life of you. Oh, okay. Okay, man. Mm. It's okay, man. Two fifty at a at a used bookstore. You can't beat that. Less less than the cost of a single issue off the newsstand of the brand new newsstand.
2: It's true. That's a good buy. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was in great shape too. I don't.
3: Less than the price of one. Exactly. Or twelve or yeah six yeah.
1: Yeah six still making it about a one hour read at most <laughs>
2: this one's a bit more wordy so it it took me a little bit longer to read this but yeah in general Walking dead is a pretty quick read
1: this is a yeah this was a wordy one I was I think i'm I'm fairly proud of uh, how I was able to condense it down <laughs> without <laughs> just verbatim I was really tempted to uh verbatim quote a lot of um abraham's speeches we'll we'll see in this but i was too lazy <laughs> which is why our podcast
2: doesn't have the google type money coming. <laughs> exactly. exactly
1: we show up on a google search engine that, that's always good that's a, mm. that's positive right true
3: so did we ever get anybody to join the
1: walking dead book club and ask for the first book no <laughs> <laughs> Lamos and and you know what? you kind of missed out because I don't know where the hell I put it when I find it again we maybe we'll open up that, uh, that possibility Cause again because you've got book one and two, right? yes, I do have book one and two
3: alright yes, we'll have to get back on that somebody out there will want to read it? nobody wants to read a Walking Dead book they're
1: so boring nothing happens in them all right. Walking Dead Wednesday, number 54. The usual suspects, Kirkland, Adler, and Rathburn. Rick, obviously stunned because his eyes are bugging out, asks Eugene what he means by knowing that he knows what causes this mess. Eugene claims to have worked for the government, weaponizing the human genome somehow. They tell an incredulous Rick that Eugene has been in contact with Washington by radio, Until lately, when just before he met anybody, he he lost contact with them because probably a repeater generator went down or something. But he claims to know exactly how to solve the problem. And Abraham says they need help getting to Washington to get Eugene to the proper authorities and, you know, in case they run into a herd. So as Rick asks him what the hell a herd is, Andrea pulls her gun on Eugene and demands to know just exactly what it is he knows. Abraham deftly disarms Andrea and knocks her down with the butt of her own rifle, then fires a warning shot in the air, and then sort of calmly explains how herds form by the walkers gathering towards loud sounds like the sound of the rifle he just fired off and then eventually clumping together to form huge waves of of the dead which are very very dangerous so uh, then he asks Eugene very politely to ask answer Andrea's question whereas Eugene says it's classified so uh, when scolded by Dale Abraham sort of makes a really good case for Rick and the crew to join them because they aren't s- safe in the stationary position and uh, you know and he wonders if they, they'd be willing to throw in with them And uh, later he apologizes to Andrea and tells her that Eugene provided him with the only important thing in his life now. A goal! A project to realize. And then later on Dale and Rick have a little confab and uh, Dale wants to know what Rick thinks. And Rick says he's pretty much done doing any of the thinking for the group and it's Dale's call pretty much. And meanwhile the general consensus seems to be to go with Abraham. Maggie especially, uh, the whole farm is filled with the ghosts of her completely dead family and memories. So, uh, the next morning they basically pack up, but before they head out, Rick takes Carl aside and tells him to watch the new guys keep a hairy eyeball on them and remember, you're never safe. Never! Never! Never be <laughs> off your guard! And, uh, and then, then they take off. Rick and, uh, Michonne and Carl in one car... Dale and Andrea ride right with uh, Abraham and his crew, and Glenn and Maggie are following behind on their horses. Yeehaw! So this is basically sort of the introduction of Abraham. Well, we, we met him in the last issue, but now we find out we, we've had a pretty... I mean, really, the the only semblances of badassery left are like Glenn and Rick. Uh, Dale's on one leg um Maggie, Maggie's a badass could you, got, yeah. huh? uh, could you say he's on his last leg huh could you say he's on his last leg? yeah he is on his last Stop. leg sorry no <laughs> no and you got and you got you got a couple little kids I don't <laughs> want to hear a captain <laughs> catheter
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you you've got me enough um <laughs> Yeah, they, they really don't have any any heavy hitters. I mean, Andrea is good from a distance away uh, with the well, Michonne, but, too. I've, yeah, I've Michonne's about Michonne. As well. Yeah, Michonne. But uh, the addition of Abraham gives them another. Gives them another character uh, along the lines of. uh Oh, Tyrese, Tyrese. Tyrese. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of
3: a good melee fighter.
2: Yes. <laughs> And and initially. He looks like Jesse Ventura, basically. Yes, he does. See, I, I, I that was kind of the things that threw me off. I mean, initially, I was kind of cold, I didn't warm to uh, the idea of Abraham, but later on, once you find out, you know, his backstory. And find out what he's been through he becomes even he becomes as likable a character as Tyrese as Rick as as the rest of the group and but here he's just kind of a gruff profane you know, very profane very uh, no-nonsense type person and he kind of comes off kind of as a jerk especially you know with taking the butt of Andrea's rifle and hammering her in the, her in the face with it. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. But, you know, he's kind of speaking Rick's language. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, whole, well, he... that, that whole speech, that whole speech, you know, it was gruff and profane and stuff, but it was to the point, you know. It was very much the way Rick handles that Rick would have taken the gun out of someone's head. That's probably why nothing is, is really done about it because everybody there realizes. If we were in if we were in his position, we would have done the same exact thing if that was possible. So there isn't a lot of you know, hey this asshole hit Andrea in the face. You know, it was it was almost it it was almost a bonding moment. It seemed kind of eventually with him and Andrea, or they were able to to bond over it. <laughs> yeah, well he he at least in the end apologized for what he did and said
2: you know think about it this you know if you saw me in the same situation you do the same yeah, I... things yeah and plus we get the introduction of the idea of a herd here and I, I really you'll this will be something that they'll get to deal with later in the uh, series and yeah just the idea that that gunshots are going to draw them they're gonna they're gonna clump together and they're just gonna move at this this sort of mindless flow of the undead
1: yeah and and what's and and abraham sort of gets his point proven too because sure enough just a little while after that you know a bunch a bunch of them come wandering in and then he gets to show off to the group by just doing a tyrese and single-handedly pitchforking a bunch of them Mm -hmm. well using a variety of tools (laughs) and throughout the time
2: he's he's saying no guns we do this with melee weapons and we get it done with, so.
1: But at the yeah, same but, time, he's the guy who fired off the shot <laughs> that started the trouble, True. Which is actually kind of a smart move and a dick move at the same time, you know, because it sort of forces their hand a little bit mm-hmm. by getting them to think. But, then again, in this sort of situation, that might be the kind of way you want to get somebody to think. And, he's kind of right, you know? Yeah, he definitely proves his point with it. Well, luckily oh, yeah. he doesn't luckily he
2: doesn't prove it with you know, an actual herd of you know hundreds yes. of zombies
3: yeah right? he's taken down about what four or five uh, five of them I think yeah.
2: yeah something like that
3: you've got the you've got the banker lady with the pearls or mm-hmm. like with the necklace you've got the, the guy with the I don't know what is that like a like an army thing on his chest the chevrons with the skull and the cross rifles and then uh, what is that the, is that like a Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's five of them there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, just enough to get him breathing heavy, <laughs> basically. Plus, yep. I would be impressed by their big truck. I would be happy to have that big truck.
3: Yeah, because you could get up in there and... T- if you had take food it- in
1: there, yeah. you could wait out a herd. he would just be pissing over the side, that's all. Shitting in a bucket.
3: Uh, yeah, I would try to be quiet or something, because you don't want them to... Uh step on top of one another and work their way up to you or that's something. true yeah
1: but it is it's like a little miniature traveling fortress get to the trucker
2: <laughs> yeah i'm looking at it yeah because the sides look like they're it, it's it looks like it's some sort of reinforced metal so yeah you could you could kind of hold out in there i mean if, if, i i don't know if you'd Really want, want to be stuck to, in there, yeah, right? But uh, it's it's better than you know, it's car. better than the RV, it's better than the car, yeah. And it plus, looks you've like got a
3: lot of. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, it's gonna say it looks like a what?
3: Looks like a maybe a garbage truck. Kind of because be. it's got because it's got the back when they drive yeah. away at the end the the door goes all the way up, so you pretty much are boxed in, so you're pretty safe.
2: Yeah, it does. It looks like it could be you know maybe not the garbage truck with the motorized thing that crushes stuff, but just something to to take stuff to the dump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: And I think basically this issue was just saying our heroes are tired. <laughs> yeah, but And this is going to be the new in there to to, to, to help them along because they're all just I mean, Dale, especially Dale is drawn looking really haggard in here. He's and
3: this will be the new the new group dynamic for now. Yeah. Inter- introducing some new players. Because after this, they're on the road for a while, aren't they? Yeah. They they meet up with some old friends. And then. Uh...
1: Scarecrow, a Tin Man.
3: Look <laughs> <laughs> like at um. you and your little zombie too. Little zombie dog, zombie Toto. <laughs> Bites your ankle. <laughs>
2: OK, here's here's where we're going to be prophetic. Here's where we're going to be prophetic. Zombie dogs. What? No, not zombie dogs. What is it? Not Judy Garland, but Judy Garland's Liza Minnelli.
3: Oh, no. We've just predicted Liza Minnelli's demise.
2: That's it Uh-oh. <laughs> since we had to do, you know,
3: we have two we... months.
2: So we've got two months before Liza Minnelli dies. Oh, unfortunately, please, little do we please know. don't die. Liza, unless she's already dead unfortunately <laughs> <Is> she's <laughs> dead see this is where I'm going to pull my Scott Gardner so go,
1: much I thought for she prophecy. was dead
3: <laughs> well there you go I don't uh, think she's dead although uh, little do we know well of course we know that Chris Honeywell lives in New York and I think Liza Minnelli is in New York City so hmm <laughs> he's talking I <laughs> have to make the prophecy come true uh
1: oh no not for Liza Minnelli oh okay <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I have a fairly just positive opinion of her because all I really, my only experience with Liza Minnelli was in Arthur, which I thought was a pretty good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be a great zombie movie. What about Dudley Moore? Is he still alive? No, Dudley Moore. He's he passed away.
2: A while Did again. he? Oh.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty. Sp- I know he was
2: sick. For a while there. Yeah, he had. Uh, God, I wanted to say no liver. No, I don't think it was drinking. I think it was actually, he did have some it was sort like a, of cancer. Was uh, he, I thought it was like a neurological thing. Oh, it might have been that, yeah. I'm trying to, I, I know it was, uh, all I know is it
1: wasn't drinking. It wasn't. Well, drinking. I know Sir John Gielgud's dead. He's yes. gotta be dead by now. Oh, yes. Yeah, but he died in Arthur.
2: No, he
3: was- That was what?
1: prophetic. <laughs> I well, was yeah, Arthur too, he died. Maybe. Yeah, he was in, Arthur he 2, was, Electric Boogaloo. So maybe he pulled a Mick, Mickey from Rocky 2. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys think... How's this for a segue? Do you guys think anybody's buying Eugene's bullshit? Uh, uh,
3: well, I mean, they only talked about it briefly, so maybe they're
1: just... Well, well, we don't know it's bullshit. <laughs> I think, well, I'm saying, I'm saying it's just like, my or my, they just want to believe. My impression is he's just sort of, he says a bunch of things, and then he says it's classified, and that's when I was just sort of like, meh, what? Well, but, but I think they don't care. I think they don't. I think they're just like, yeah, whatever.
3: they're I think in the back of their heads, they don't really believe him because. Well, the first time I I looked at him, not hearing his voice, I pictured the voice of the the comic book guy from The Simpsons. (laughs) Yes,
1: but with a southern accent, that's what I pretty much pictured. Worst human genome mapping ever. Things you would want to know about. (laughs) We were doing dangerous things there.
2: I I think it is kind of a, a case of them just wanting to find some sort of glimmer of hope in this very dark depressing world yeah that they're willing to latch on to anything even
1: well i think they're latching on to like, abraham yeah basically
2: well i think i think it, but even abraham says that he gives a little credence to eugene here because you know he you know I, he did something to heal him i guess he was sick with something and he healed him. so they they know he's at least got some sort of scientific background
1: or maybe medical background yeah but the way he explains it is you know sometimes Really smart folks seem like crazy folks to dumb folks, mm-hmm. you know. Which is a great, which is a great line, but it's like, yeah, okay, but. Um,
3: and then you go, what?
1: I, I, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> I'm not sure how dumb Rick and Dale and Glenn, you know. I mean, Glenn I was a pizza it. boy and stuff. Yeah. But they're not—they're no dummies, you know. Michonne yeah. wasn't she like a? a yeah, she was supposed to be like a not a CPA or some, legal, yeah, yeah, some some sort of thing. So, so they're—they're they're not a bunch of dummies. So I, I I think the whole Eugene thing is just sort of like a a, a neat character, but I don't think he re- that the whole like we're going to Washington D.C. To, to cure this thing, I don't think any of them really seem to be latching on to that idea, you know because that's basically what he's saying we get to Washington DC, I know how to stop this and that's quite, that's, that's quite a thing, you know, that's a, quite a problem solving thing, so I think if they really believed him, they would be like let's get to Washington get this thing sorted out whereas they're more like Eh, he's right, we're not safe here. Probably safer on the road. Let's go.
2: <laughs> well,
1: and <laughs> that's it about Kind it. of,
2: It kind of falls away from the idea that Abraham brought up, that, you know, we're not safe staying in one place, but these people in Washington are safe staying in one place
1: simply because
2: they've got the infrastructure. Uh... Well,
1: every I mean, its it's a known fact in Washington, D.C. There's huge underground... Bomb, you know, there's places in Washington D.C. that that you can take tours of that were from the past that are filled with cots and had, you know, are still actually functioning. I think that's where um, Dick Cheney went during 9/11. Is Hmm. put him in a one of the not just Dick Cheney, but I'm sure probably whoever they could grab of the infrastructure and. You know, so plausibly or not, but if if there's going to be anywhere where if you stay, if you stay in one place in an underground facility, well, as we found out, that's not true of the CDC. But I don't think our government is like, hey, if our power runs out, let's blow up the whole place. So it's plausible that there's people in Washington, you know, with generators and your supply of food you know holding down what's left of the infrastructure semi plausible at this point though it's been going on for a year you know mm-hmm. and there there's if i would assume that if there was people down in a a bunker somewhere that they would be hunkered down and just sort of waiting it out rather than problem solving at this point or there would have been something happening but at the same time if someone shows up and says I'm you know professor blah 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 from this from facility X you know then they might go okay well come down to the science lab but at the same time I don't think they'd be inviting all the rest of the scraggly crew with them (laughs) down there so true so I don't think anybody's really too focused on the save the world and get to Washington storyline, which was another thing um, very similar to the last issue, where I I was starting to see things I didn't want to see. I didn't I didn't want to. Maybe that's why I'm like this guy's full of bullshit because I don't want to know that there's someone who knows how to save you know, the world by curing the zombie what caused and how to cure the zombie humans. Oh yeah from from the yeah, last from the episode. TV show. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. From the T V show, but in this too, that's what Eugene's saying. He's saying, yeah. I know what caused it and I know how to fix it. And it's top secret. Which sort of was saying to me like, This guy's dead meat <laughs> mm-hmm. That was my first thought is there's gonna be a scene where he gets killed off and Abraham's like, Well <laughs> There was the guy who knew how to cure this, or or whatever. But, uh, um, no spoilers, so we don't know if that happens or not. We well, have and to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you,
2: you looking at him. You've got
1: to see that
2: he's doesn't look like a capable fighter. He doesn't look like he can hold his own. So he he might just be using his brain to try and get in with these people because he knows that if he were out there on his own, he would be dead in no time so it, it could be that he is making up this bs story just to
1: save his own skin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i'm thinking i'm thinking the part what when when abraham said the whole thing like all i know is he's smart he's done this and this and this when we had to do this
3: that wasn't <laughs> him
1: saying i pic i pictured him
3: you know where you take your thumb and you put your finger over it and you can separate it make it looks like you're you know you've cut your thumb in half
1: <laughs> yeah. i can see
3: yeah, i can, can see him doing abraham watch this
1: and abraham <gasps> this, oh. this guy this guy this guy reached over and i shit you not he grabbed my nose pulled it right off my face and he showed it to me and then i started freaking out but he put it back on so it was cool <laughs> so damn man and I, I quarters out the ear. I had fifteen quarters in my ear. He took them all out.
3: You know, you, you know. You, the sad thing is, you could do that to a zombie. I got your oh, I got your <laughs> I nose. Got
1: your <laughs> nose.
2: Yeah. See, I guess, I guess, with the zombie apocalypse, you're more likely to believe. You're more
1: susceptible
2: to these kind of deceptions. I guess. I, but, oh, the dead are walking. People have got my nose. I'll go with it. Whatever.
1: I I, I think what that part of the the speech said to Rick and everybody else was yeah he might be full of shit, but he he knows how to he he will know how to do some stuff that we don't know how to do, so he could come in handy, yeah so he's he's like the professor, yes, which he's like two yeah. prof- he's like a professor and a half, which yeah. when
3: this gets aired the pers- professor would have passed away a month ago,
1: yeah, so Jeez. sorry professor professor. Well, it is a yep. Walking Dead episode. I guess we can talk about dead celebrities a lot in it. And, and I, don't know, I was just going to say, I don't want to be a buzzkill, man, but, yeah, that's what this, <laughs> it's the Walking Dead. It's walking Dead. It's a dead. big <laughs> buzzkill.
3: So pretty soon we'll have the whole, uh, we got, what, two more people. We'll have the, everybody on Gilligan's Island will be a zombie. <laughs> Gilligan <Yeah>. Zombie Island.
1: <laughs> oh, Sci-Fi Channel, are you listening? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh my god we're just god.
2: we're just handing them to left and right i know I i'm know. sorry but i still want to see the dead cast members of the cannonball run reanimated <laughs> to that 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 was absolutely
1: brilliant five years later it's an animated cartoon series oh. saturday mornings deluise
2: kind of like that 80s version of the watchmen did any of you guys see that the Watch—it wasn't Watchmen babies, but they had—they did an animated version of The Watchmen, yeah. and it was just ridiculously over the top. Uh, Oz, and his little uh, links or whatever were like Scooby and Shaggy. It was just bizarre. <laughs> I'll shut up now.
1: Breaking uh... <laughs> coughs syrup up again. I've got to go into work. I have to drink coffee. I've been ad- well. I've been addicted to Mountain Dew Kickstart, and it seems uh, that's a, that's how I get through double shifts. Kickstart in the morning, oh regular, wow, regular drinks at night. But they, they just seem to be coming out with new flavors. And I had a black cherry <clears> Kickstart <throat> in the fridge the other day, and then I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I really hope this doesn't taste like cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> And then,
3: then, then when you come home and go go to sleep, you crack open the Ambien and the Z-Quil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read an article that it was talking, saying that they're concerned that Ambien can make you function like a zombie.
1: the ah, Same as Xanax, I imagine.
3: <laughs>
1: hmm. I've known some people who've been heavily Xanaxed, and they were pretty zombied out. Take some bath salts and some ambient... Yeah, well, the bath salts brings on the flesh. Yeah, there's there's zombie and there's flesh eating zombie. Yes. There you go. It's a two. Uh, someday science will find out how to do it in one step, but it's a two step plan right now. So two-step. basically, we have Dow Pharmaceutical and Jergens to <laughs> to blame for the zombie apocalypse. Speaking of care, <laughs> of sanitary products and and. And two-step process. Oh no! This is going to be about yeah. It's going to be about my asshole. (laughs) I was going to say a douche. (laughs) Close, close, close. My my roommate put it back. I was down. My roommate was watching some something on TV. It was The Shark Tank. She was watching Shark Tank, and I was like, "What is this? An infomercial?" She's like, "No, it's kind of a game show, reality show." It's a Game Foot Show infomercial. Yeah, and um, uh, the commercials come on, and the commercial was basically telling you that now the way you wipe your ass is you carry around some toilet paper with you, and not really wet naps, but like the baby wipes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and so the Cottonelle things. So yeah. you wipe your ass with toilet paper, and and I'm like, what what the hell is this? And my roommate looks at me and she goes. Yeah, they're trying to bully us into wiping our ass with two things now. (laughs) Of course. We have the cell. Sell. Telling us we're not clean enough with just toilet paper. We need to get some alcohol down there. And that may be true in some cases. But, no, come on. Please, no.
3: You know, I had a conspiracy theory years ago when um, they started having cars that when you drove in the daytime, the lights were on. I said, all that is... It, you know, be, oh, well, you have to have the lights on because that way the car stands out more right. in the daytime. No, I'm like, no, somebody just wants to sell more light bulbs. That's all that is. I it's say, because what what happens when all... It's, yeah, it. B- big light bulb isn't on. Because what happens after a while, you don't notice the light bulbs on anyway. Right, So right. then it's no big, there's no, what's the point? It's just a scam to sell light bulbs. All right, I'm off my pedestal. Now.
1: This is something people do automatically, like sheep. Wake exactly. up, America! Uh, uh, uh. Turn off your lights. Wipe your ass with coarse, what? thick wipe your ass. With toilet corn, paper cobs, like a man. corn cobs, people. Corn cobs. The old. That's what they were way. for. Corn cobs are not at all. Dig <laughs> a hole in your backyard and shit in it. All this. <laughs> candy ass (laughs) bullshit with baby wipes what are you little what do you think the sears catalog used to be for go go set up a mirror and 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 spread your cheeks and look at that butt and tell me that's the butt of a baby no that's a butt of an adult and treat it as such with scorn and neglect (laughs) oh wow welcome to walking dead wednesday any first time (laughs) listeners Glad to have you aboard. Go wipe your ass. (laughs) As, As Red Fox says, you gotta wash your ass.
0: Be a show sponsor today. If you shop at
1: Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2 true Freaks at the same time. Welcome to Amazon. I love you. <laughs> visit our brand new website at 2TrueFreaks.com.
0: 2 True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Join our forum at forumforgeeks.com, where you can discuss all of the shows on our feed with us and your fellow listeners. You can find 2 True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for 2 True Freaks. And hey, you can friend me, Scott Gardner, on Facebook, too. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can friend me on Facebook, too, if you can find me. Now available, Two True Freaks t-shirts. See our website for
1: details. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com,
0: where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two, Two True, True Freaks! Freaks.